Hey, yo, what's up? What's my theme music? We ain't got one, nigga. And this is the No Vaseline Podcast, the podcast that gives you the raw truth, even if it hurts live from the 215. It's me, Cool Guy P, and I got the homie... Just answer one. Yo, what the hell is going on with Facebook and the streaming? Well, got to figure it out in a second. But, um, yeah, we back. Uh, It's been uh, a month. It's been a month? It's been a month, dog. Damn. I think the last time... We were on, yeah, it was, it was like fun. September 3rd, or around that time, or that, that, that week. Okay. And, yeah, man, it's it's been a minute, dog. What's been going on with you, man? <sighs> Nothing, man. It's life. Yeah. A whole lot of life, really. That's And that's that's one thing that I notice about, you know, us when it comes to doing this podcast. Like, it's, it's not that we don't want to do it. Right. Life just gets in the way. Right. You know what I mean? But we here. I mean, it's been a month, but you know I mean, we 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 back at it. We should have enough to talk about yeah. <laughs> since we've been off that long, Bruh, Um, shit, I don't even know where to start. I just wanted to jump into it. Go ahead. There we go. I need some. I need, I need, this is where I need to get myself started. Um, so Amber Geiger. Oh, okay, you going there? Fuck it, right? Because. A lot of shit about this has really gotten my goat. Right. Um, all right, so, you know, just to catch everybody up. Harlan, what up? I see you. Yeah, we live. But anyway. Um, all right, so for people who don't know, Amber Geiger is a Dallas police, one, a police officer who, um, quote, unquote, accidentally gunned down an unarmed black man. Right in his own, own house because she thought it was because she thought it was hers. Right, but it was the brother. How, how you say his name? Botan Jean. Yeah, maybe Jean. Maybe Jean. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not 100 sure how to pronounce it. So we'll, we'll just call him Brother Botan. Okay. Um. So you know she goes on to the you know she's on trial and she goes on to the uh, witness stand to give her testimony. You know the. How, how can you put this? The uh, the Jordan face, the R. Kelly face, all wrapped into one, but just in a a less melanated version. Right. So, you know, she cries on the witness stand, and you know, conviction comes down. Obviously, she's guilty of murder. However, she was only sentenced to ten years. So. You know, I'm on Facebook and everybody's, oh, she got 10 years. See how they do us, this, that, and the third. And, yeah, once again, justice has not been served and all of that. So my question is this. Why are you still surprised? Hey, that's a, yeah, that's that's a good question because, I mean, I wasn't surprised. I, I ain't going to lie. I was surprised she got convicted. convicted honestly, <laughs> yeah. I really was surprised she got convicted. Um. It's it's crazy though, man, because mm-hmm. like from what I remember early on when that story, because I remember when that story first happened, right? Like, like the keys are like specially made for yeah, each. They're of, key fobs. Yeah. Right. So it was like, how do you not know you're not going into your apartment? Here's another thing. He has a big red welcome mat in front of his door. Right. She doesn't. Right. Now, again, she's on the floor above him. Right. Um, 
you know, the same exact apartment above him. But for one, you're on the wrong floor and you're in front of the wrong door because he has a welcome mat. You don't. So how is it that you really think this is your apartment when you don't have a welcome mat? Right. And, you know, from what, I, from what I've heard from the, the reports, she was tired from working however many hours at work or whatever. All right. So you're a working man. Right. You work long hours or you, sometimes you may put in overtime, right? Yeah. Quite often, actually. When you get off work, no matter how tired you are, which, what's the first thing that's on your mind? My, my bed. My my house. How do I get to it? Exactly. Get, get home. You know exactly the same what, what route. What may, what may be even the quicker route to get home from work because you want to get you want to get home so bad. So how is it that you're so tired that you don't remember where you live? Right. Right. Um. Now again, you know the the whole case is just you know flat out bullshit anyway yeah to me the, like did they ever do any drug alcohol testing to see if she was intoxicated they didn't do her? it on her but they did it on him because after everything happened one of the um the opposing stories i, I should say was that he had weed in the system okay He's, i do remember hearing yeah, that he had weed in the system He's in his own goddamn house exactly what why does that even matter i did i remember that because i remember people being in an uproar about like why are you why is that even brought why, up? Why is that even relevant to the right. case if he was in his own apartment? Right. I mean, even if he wasn't, unless he was operating, unless he was behind a vehicle, a car or something, mm-hmm. then why does it even matter? Right. So. And, uh, again, my, turn my, ringer off my, my, my biggest gripe is with everybody on social media acting like they're surprised or even upset that another Caucasian person got a governmental hookup. Right. Now, I will tell you what what surprised me and kind of mm-hmm. had me taken aback was when they showed the officer, like, stroking her hair. Yeah! I was like, wait, this doesn't this doesn't seem right. Now, how is it that the judge, the, uh, the bailiff, um, and even Brother Bolton Jean's parents, siblings is hugging the person who killed your loved one all right so now all right so because now i want to because i want to look at that i want to kind of separate that real quick Mm -hmm. now i'm gonna talk about the family in a second but okay just to talk about the the judge for the the judge and the bailiff i felt like that was they stepped over a line I agree. You can't. I'm sorry. You have to maintain the arrow. You have to maintain the, the the vision of impartiality. You can't do that. Absolutely. You cannot do that. So for the bailiff and the judge to be that sympathetic towards her, like I, that to me, it's it that did not sit right with me. I was no, like, it didn't. this doesn't feel right. Right. Now. Now, I would say that was the only thing I was surprised about. Right. That's that was surprised when I seen the the bailiff stroking her hair. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? This mm-hmm. isn't. No, you can't do that. No. You can't do that. No. Like, the, I'm saying to myself, go stroke the victim's mother's hair if you're going to do that to anybody. Like, she lost the son. Right. Go go, go, go console them. Why are you consoling her? Right, right. I'm like, whoa. Right. Then for the judge to hug her, I was like, wow. <laughs> no, this is wrong. Now, for as far as the family's concerned. Right. I'm not gonna judge them people for doing what they feel as though they they needed to do in order to get some closure. Right now, 
Would I have handled it differently? Yes. Absolutely. absolutely. I would have handled it differently. If I was sitting there and my son got was getting up to get ready to go give a hug, I would have took no, you know, either sit your ass back down mm-hmm. in the witness box or you come over here and sit with us, but you, you're not doing that. Right. Like, even if you wanna you wanna forgive you your own person, mm-hmm. okay. Right. But no, we're not doing that. We're not. We're right. not. We're not about to put. We're not about to put that out there. No, Absolutely. you go. You go. You go. You go. You go ahead. And sit back down now. Mm-hmm. Okay. But if the people, if they feel like that's what they need to do, because when I seen that, it made me think back to. I can't remember if I heard it in a movie or read it in a book. But I think. I think it was both. Mm-hmm. But I think back to. Um, I heard about the story in this African village. Okay. Where um, if someone murders someone else. If they captured the murderer, mm-hmm. the family, they would, the, they, the whole family, the whole village would go down to a river, and they would tie the guy, they would tie the murderer up, and they would throw him in the river. Whoa! And the family had an option mm-hmm. to either let the man drown or to save him. So they would say that if you didn't save him and you let the man, you let the man die, you would never, you would never see closure. Mm. But if you did save the man. Then that will help you find peace with losing a loved one. Right. I can't. I can't remember if that was in a movie or in a book. I think it was in this book called uh, "A Long Walk Home," written by um, a, a brother who was actually forced in a um, forced to be a child soldier. Okay. Um, and um, I forgot what country in Africa this was. I read this book a long. I read this book a while ago. But I think I think that was I think it was in that book when I read that um when I heard that story. Mm. So if so I I, I don't want to you know what I mean like I, would I would I've handled it differently absolutely, but I'm not going to say that those people are wrong for forgiving her. Okay. Because at the end of the day, hating her and holding all that inside you will not bring your loved one back. I agree. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't bring them back. Because I've been seeing like a lot of people saying they shouldn't have forgave her and. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they shouldn't have done what, you know, just basically disagreeing with what the family decided to do. And then the brother saying, or the other brother saying, you know, or the father, you know, saying, I want to be friends with her. Like, yeah, I was like, ah, that, like, that may be taking it a bit too far. I was like, yeah, like, OK, like if you forgive her, I get that. But now you want to like, what are y'all what are y'all going to talk about? Right. Like, yeah, remember when you killed my son? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know. What like you know what kind what kind of like how, how does the dialogue flow between for something like that? Right. So, but uh, you know, other than like, but other than that, the choice to forgive is like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna knock that. Yeah. I'm not gonna knock that. Maybe Definitely. maybe I would have acted differently, but I'm not gonna judge those people for doing what I, obviously they felt they need to do right. in order to move past it. Because that right. made me think about the the shooting in the church. Remember in Charleston yeah, a few yeah, yeah, years yeah. ago? Definitely. And I remember one of the um one of the uh um children of one of the women who was shot in there, mm-hmm. you know, he came out and said he forgave the shoot Dylan Dylan Roof, right? Wasn't that his name? Yeah. Came out and forgave him. Just make sure we remember these people's names too. Um we gave he, he, the, the shooter Dylan Roof, he said he forgave him. And I remember this was a few years this was like I forgot when exactly that happened. It was like, like 2015. 20, 2015, 2016. And I remember at that time I was like, "What? Like, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't agree with the forgiveness aspect of it." But yeah, I mean, you know, you got to do what you got to do to, because you got to, you got you, you don't want that lost that person, so mm-hmm. you have to, you have to try to li- keep living your life. So right, if forgiveness is what helps you get through it, then I mean, and 
I know, I'm not like, fault for, you for it. For me, you know, and as a as a Christian person, I'm unashamed. This is what I believe. Right. Um, just like you said, I can't knock them for seeking their own peace. Right. Like for like revenge is for the masses, for everybody that's watching. But at the end of the day, everybody that's watching aren't going to console you or keep or try to bring you peace when you're by yourself or you can do that so for them to forgive them it was like it felt like i'll say this naturally it felt like a head scratcher but spiritually it was like you know what if that helps them sleep at night and if that that gives them the closure and the and the peace that they need through this process to get through it then by all means i can't knock them you know but only people I knock really is the judge and the plaintiff. Yeah, that's you know what that's I'm where like I was like, no, right, not cool. That's that that was the one thing I said. Okay, I'm I'm t- I'm absolutely against what absolutely. they're doing right now. Absolutely, like, yeah. I'm not cool with this. This doesn't seem right. This doesn't feel right. I was like, nah, I don't like this. But what the family decided to do is like, you know, some aspects of it I didn't really necessarily agree with. But it's like I'm not going to judge them for their decision to. Mm-hmm handle it the way they handle it so real quick um homie on facebook brother stacy smith i appreciate you watching bro he says you don't have to hate her but why forgive her so soon that's a good question i mean it is it is it is a good question i i it's i mean when did it actually because it was happen like last year right when this like last year this happened yeah i mean was it so soon like like i said me just personally I don't know if I could ever get to a point where I would forgive her. Mm-hmm. So uh, to me, yeah, it's too soon. But right. like I said, I don't, I mean, if that's how they had to move mm-hmm. in order to move forward, then, you know, like I said, I don't want to judge. I don't want to judge yeah. them right or wrong for that. It's just, yeah, me, but me personally, in my personal opinion, or if it had happened to my family, mm-hmm. it, I don't think there ever comes to a point where there's forgiveness. At least not to the ex- least. Nah, I don't think I would ever forgive them for it. Like, cause I was watching, I seen, I was watching the clip on Instagram, mm-hmm. and they was, and this is shortly after Eric Garner died. Well, mm, okay. excuse me, not died after he was murdered, and they was asking his wife. She, they were like, well, "Do you think you can ever find it in your um?" They, they, um the the they, they, the reporter said you know the the officer involved um he's you know he's offered his condolences mm-hmm. and he's remorseful you know but do you do you uh, do you care about his remorse or his you know him him his his apology she was like yeah. hell no mm. she was like hell no right. the time for remorse was when my my husband was yelling out eleven times I can't breathe so. She said, I don't give a damn about his remorse. Right. I will never forgive him because mm. my husband is gone. And I was like, well, I, I can't knock her for that either. Yeah. Because I feel her. Because that's yeah. where I would be. Right. If it was my family, that's where I would be. Mm-hmm. I would be on right where she is at. Fuck you and your forgiveness. Mm. That's that's me. But Man, so even, even in that, um, just to kind of flip it, even with that, like, how do you find peace within holding a grudge against somebody? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. how don't you though? How do you know that you don't? Yeah. Like maybe, yeah. 
maybe that's something. I mean, I don't. I would hate to. Say, I don't, I'm not. Oh, I don't. I, I mean, it's unusual. I ain't gonna say I hate to say. It's unusual to say that. You know, revenge or a sense of negativity can be a motivator, but it can be. Yeah. Can it? It can. It can be. Mate, that that as much as people don't want to admit, that can keep you going. That can keep you going also. Wow. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Maybe that having that having a sense of not because I mean, I don't. I just don't see like where you. I don't think you ever really get closure. And losing somebody so close to you anyway. I don't yeah. think there's ever really I don't think there's ever closure with anything like that. Right. You either learn to you learn to somewhat live with it. I mean, I've never lost a a, a spouse, mm-hmm. obviously, or someone significant to me, but I've lost like very, 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 very close friends. Right. And I mean, almost some some aspects twenty years later, some close to twenty years later, I mean you're still not over it. This is true. Yeah. You don't you don't get over it. You don't really learn to deal with it i mean it just i guess you know it's like it's like a it's like a scar you know what i'm saying it, you just it, learn to deal with it yeah you learn to look at it and mm-hmm. accept it yeah more than anything but i don't know if you ever really get closure mm-hmm. like my like, i sometimes i think when i think about you know the couple friends of mine who passed away you know i i, I think about how i feel and then i for a second i think about like if i still feel this right how do parents feel mm-hmm. you know what i mean like how does they? How does? How does? They, how does they? How do their mothers feel yeah. when they think about the fact they lost a child? And Jesus. you know what I mean. And here it is, you know, twenty plus years later, and I'm right. still, you know, how do they? How does? How does? How does? How does his brother and sisters feel? Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. And they, this, like I said, it's just you know my close friends, just right. real close friends. But it wasn't like my brother. It wasn't my my son or daughter. So it's right. like if you know what I mean, had does. I don't think time necessarily heals all wounds. You just kind of you kind of get used to the limp. This is true. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. just get used to walking with your limp because it's always gonna stay with you. You never, you never, you never how you were before it happened. Right. So, like I said, so in one case, people chose to be forgiven, and, and to the brother's point, very fast. Like mm-hmm. it would, if I would come to a point of forgiveness, I think I would be an old man. Mm. Like now, reflecting on life and maybe at think maybe looking at the fact my life is coming to an end, feeling right. like maybe it's some things I need to kind of reconcile. Mm. So maybe then I can maybe be more of an understanding person or something. Right. But young and it's fresh and it just happened. Yeah. I don't think I'll be capable of forgiveness. Like right. Like and, not. And another thing I'm I'm looking at. Cause my my bad. Real no, quick. No, it's all good. I'd have been fucking pissed at the at the at once once the sentence came down. I was pissed. I would have been yeah. still pissed. There's no so there's no way I could hear you getting ten years with a possibility of parole in five. Which is, oh my god, which is probably going <laughs> to get it. Like in she all get it. in all honesty, like I don't know the legal. I don't know the law. I am not an attorney, she but for some for reason, I'm feeling like she's going to do anywhere between eighteen and thirty six months. Yeah. I don't think she's going to do more than. 36 36 months mm, 40 she, she 40 months top good behavior yeah so for me it's just like wow so that right there to me would have like it wasn't it's no you had there's no case for self-defense mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying when you think about it and it was a report that came out that said that they were going to try to but they're going to try to have the jury reconsider under something that's similar to a stay in your ground clause 
was right. the, just the standing yeah, ground right. law, I, yeah right i heard something which about i that. thought was some bullshit because again you shot a man in his own residence right like he could have been two steps away from going to bed and you kill him in his house right so how was there the 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 law that's similar to the standard like, ground that, that's what fucks me up it's like i i get i get tired i really mm. do get tired but like how do you walk into an apartment i mean immediately you have to recognize like yo this, this is my not crib. my house this ain't my crib like even if right. you got to the door and it, i mean once you walk in it's like something's different right this isn't my place right so to still had a presence of mind to get out your firearm discharge it mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like well what else was going on were you were you were like were you under the influence of right. something now granted um we're both older guys and we we both indulge into the uh libations yeah and we've had I'm pretty sure we've had our inebriated nights. Oh, I've, I've now, definitely had my inebriated nights. Our inebriated nights, you know, we have to go home. Right. But when we go home while we're inebriated, we have enough sense to be like, this ain't my crib. Like, wait a minute. All right, something ain't right here because even though I'm drunk, I put the key in. The key ain't fitting. What the hell is going on here? Is this my crib? No, this ain't my crib. If I don't make it home, I'm at least like sleep outside or something. But I ain't going to go into somebody else's crib. Like, yo, move over. You know what I'm saying? Or I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm trying to rationalize like the bullshit here. Now, this is why I said like, but she had to be like under the influence or something. Because if you get drunk enough, and I'm speaking from personal experience, you can make a mistake. Okay. Now, by mistake, I mean you could mistake a car being yours you can mistake a door for being yours and this is why i said like why didn't they test her for anything because mm-hmm. like that's to me that is what the, happened with that i don't know to me that's the only ex that's the only plausible explanation mm-hmm. to how do you how do you do something like that like right. you, you were you were high or drunk out of your mind and you just did not realize what you were doing. And then, because I remember earlier when the story first came out, and I don't know if it was any truth to this. I don't know if this was just um, speculation, people just mm-hmm. talking, or just, you know, overall just internet bullshit. But I heard that they had dated. You know what? I did hear that, too. Now, this was like when the, when the story first, when it, when it, when it too, first yeah. came out, I heard that they actually knew each other. Right. Now, I heard they had dated, and... I think he stopped dealing with her. Yeah, that sounds about right. So I don't know if that's true. I don't know right. if that's true. I just remember this was something I was hearing at the time when the story first broke. So Chrissy Chris says, did you guys see the statement Botam's mother made? I saw bits and pieces. Yeah, me too. Um, but I, like one of the main points that I've heard her say is like this, this cannot happen again to anybody else. I mean, obviously you can't, but. As far as her statement, Chris, if if you're still watching, like fill us in, like type in what you know what what she said. Or what was her main points in her statement? So this way we can we can all be on the same page with it. But all in all, like even if they dated or if they didn't date, no, I would say if even if they dated, 
I feel like there's, there's still motive behind what she did. You know, you can't really say, oh, this, this, I thought this was my house. No, this is probably the house that you used to go into, but now that y'all not together, that's what, that, that's what I'm saying. I like about it. Cause it's like, it's not, it's no way that fatigue, it's no, like, unless you were doing a freaking tour in Iraq. Right. And you were like, you know what I mean? Literally sleep deprived, mm-hmm. like, up in in the midst of gunfire for like seventy two straight hours or some right. shit like that. Right. Could I believe that maybe you were just so tired and so, you know what I mean, just so out of it that you could make a mistake like that? But right. I, I you could have worked a double, even if you worked a double, like you still got a half hour to sleep. Even if you worked a triple, <laughs> you can't tell me you didn't grab a nap somewhere in between mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you you may have been tired, but there's no way I will ever believe you were that tired i agree no way you were that tired now I agree. like i said you may have been under the that's why i keep saying like they didn't do any toxicology on this woman because like not that i know of if if you're not under the only way i could get you getting the sentence you got is if you were so drunk you didn't know what you were doing you were so you were so high you didn't know what you were doing but to just say you were too tired and only get 10 years like and you're a police officer <laughs> so if anybody should have the discretion and have the ability to to discern what's going on. It's you. Like, this is your job, in a sense. So Chrissy Chris says um, she didn't seem like she forgave her. She said her son was gunned down in his home, in his sanctuary, and Dallas needs to clean up the corruption that they tampered with the evidence in the crime scene. Mm. It's I'm all the mama's always telling the truth. Absolutely. The mama's always telling the truth. Just like people thought Nipsey Mom was mom, crazy yep. when she got there and said my son was assassinated. Mm-hmm. I said, Mama Mama knows she's talking knows. about. Mama knows. She knows what she's talking about. My mom always says, like, mama always knows best. Right. You know what I mean? And I, I always ask her, like, what do you mean by that? She's like, Moms know everything. So I'm more inclined <laughs> I'm more inclined to ride with mom in this situation. Absolutely. Yes, mom. Yes. Clean up the corruption. It's something don't seem right. It's crazy, mm-hmm. and and I'm seeing some people like I see for for I remember I, all right exactly. Somebody posted, you know, this seems like Black Lives Matter just a little bit more, and I was like, wow. I was like, wow, that's a problem. That's a real problem that you still think that you would even th- just because she got convicted and got sentenced to ten years. You think that the world is saying, or excuse me, the nation or mm-hmm. whatever is saying, well, I guess Black Lives Matter a little more. No, they don't. No. And it's, it's funny you say that because when the verdict came out that she was, all right, yeah, she's charged with murder. Everybody was like, yes. And yes, uh, uh, justice has finally been served. She got 10 years. Wait, what? It's like, y'all, got- y'all know uh, just because she got convicted, she still has to get sentenced. Yes. You know what I mean? And it, who, who else was it? It was a couple other people where it was like, yeah, justice was served, but like the cop got like time off or some shit like that. Right. So it's just like you. you I said on the post um, yesterday, you know that history has provided you uh, with well more than enough information for you not to be surprised that she got 10 years. Right, you know what I mean. The, the 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 lousy bitch who lied on Emmett Till, she's still not put away. She died. Well, she she's dead, right? No, she's still alive. Oh, sh- I 
thought she died on her on her deathbed. No, but. she's still alive. God damn. Well, that's another piece of evidence right there. You know, it's 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 good for anyone to lie on a black life. It's, it's profitable. It's beneficial. You're not going to get the book thrown at you if compared to a black person who stole a hundred fifty dollar jacket. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or even it was um black guy killed the police dog got 45 years 45 years so a police a white police officer can kill a black man in his home and get 10 years get 10 and if that right if that so like because i remember when it first happened and she got charged i said okay she got charged but let's see if she gets convicted mm-hmm. and then now you see a conviction but you see the sentence and it's like you know what i mean it's like all right, so she's going to come home and she's not going to be able to be a cop anymore. But best believe they're going to take out a GoFundMe mm-hmm. and she's going to so get, she like, get her life back. She's going to get like a, she's going to get at least she's going to get six figures in that. Of course, GoFundMe account. easy. She's going to get six figures from that GoFundMe account. So she'll, in a sense, make off. She'll, in she and more more than likely, she'll be at least as good off, or if not better off, than than the family of the person she killed. She's gonna get a book deal. Oh, they're gonna make a movie out of this shit. Oh, yeah. When I seen the the, the brother going to hug, I'm like, ah, oh, this is a movie scene right here. This is like <laughs> this is a movie scene. Directed by Ava DuVernay. I can see it now. <laughs> I didn't want to say that, but I, I see it. I, I see it. I, I see it too. I, I was like, yo, they're gonna make a movie out of this. Produced by Tyler Perry. They, yeah. This is this is this is like no, this is this is a, narrated by Oprah. <laughs> this is really like, oh no, shit! Oprah might play play the mom. Ooh, how about that? Like this is one of those. Like I was like, that's a movie. When I seen it, I'm like, this is five, ten years from now, they're gonna make a movie about this. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They're going, they're going, they're going to make a movie about this. So here's the bullshit on the on the flip side of all of this. So it was a sister. It, this happened about, I want to say about five years ago shot a warning shot at her ex-husband or ex-boyfriend under the stay in your ground law in florida got 25 years right but now all of a sudden this same woman has just been free so it's like this is the bullshit you know what i mean right i even flip it back this may be a little funny you saw what oj tweeted right no, he tweeted. This this motherfucker said, and I quote, "Just killed it on the golf course today. This new Nike glove worked." Really? <laughs> oh, OJ. If I'm lying, I'm dying. OJ crazy as shit. If I'm lying, I'm dying. I saw this. I'm like, yo, this <laughs> this nigga's fifty one fifty for real. But I, I I I love it because again, for me, like when I see. The stuff that's like utter bullshit in the media. It's like this. I'm not surprised because at the same time, I feel like this is a direct reflection of everybody in America. Right. You know, and just like what that guy said about Trump, like Trump is a is a physical manifestation of our hatred. Now, not I want to say our hatred as black people, because, you know, black people didn't vote them in or not all of them, but some. But this is the. When it comes to the mainstream America, aka Caucasian people, right? This is they like Trump is a, ma- a physical manifestation of their hatred, of their bigotry, of all of that. 
So it's like when it comes to him being or a quote unquote about to get impeached, do you think that it's going to happen? Even though, like, yeah, there's enough votes and all of that, right. do well, you think he will be really impeached? Well, I, before we talk about whether or not he's going to be impeached, mm. Bill Clinton was impeached. He was. He stayed in office. Mm. So will this impeachment remove him from office? Good question. And if it does remove him from office, Good question. doesn't Mike Pence take his place? Well, it sounds like he sh- uh, Trump is trying to throw Pence under the bus too to get him out. Of well, but that's what so what I'm saying is if Trump gets impeached, <laughs> right? Pence takes over, right? Yeah, supposedly, yeah. Any any better? No. You no. know what I mean? So it's like, like so, honestly, because honestly, with like a lot of this stuff going on, and it's like I've purposely taken myself out of the loop. Yeah, I've taken myself yeah. out of the loop. It's it's like, because one thing I noticed, like when I was taking my real estate class, like I'm sorry, real quick, Chrissy Chris says impeached and convicted are two different things. Great point. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. So I don't. Is, so is he? So is, so they gonna bring him up on criminal charges? So I guess are they trying to impeach him so they can bring, bring him up, up on, on criminal, criminal charges? charges? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Because especially with the whole thing with him um, talking to Ukraine. Yeah, trying to get them to spy on. Uh, and tamper with the tamper, election. Yeah. Votes or whatever. So it's you know, I like I mean. I'm I'm trying I'm I, I'm trying to focus on trying yeah. to get some money, man. And this this is my thing. Like when it, I, I I barely watch the news. If I need the weather, I got the app. That's really all I watch the news for in the morning yeah. is the weather. I mean, weather some and traffic. I pay attention. Weather and traffic. What's going on? Seventy six and ninety five today. That's it. So I know what routes I gotta take when That's I'm driving. It. When I'm driving at work. Other than that, it's just, it's too much going on, man. And if yeah. you, it's like this, shit will consume you. Yes, it, it will. will consume you if you just if you. Just all day, if you CNN and shit all day, all day, and I mean, we do to something. And you do have to somewhat stay informed about you know what's going on. Like, right. I don't think we can totally ignore certain right. things, but it's like shit is gonna happen. Shit is happening regardless of mm-hmm. what you know of what we uh, regardless of whether or not we pay attention to it. Things are happening, but yeah. like it's it's just too much right now with all. I the- agree. This is so I, I I don't really pay attention or watch the like news. I've I've gotten when it comes to I can't say current events but just I when it comes to news in general like I just choose to escape it's like you know I got enough shit that's on my mind and on my plate as it is where watching watching the news or just being consumed by like even through social media it's like I need my escape. I can't do this shit because it's like just like everybody else. I have an opinion, and but I just feel like my opinion is just too overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I feel you. I know what just you mean. Let let me be entertained by the memes. Cause like <laughs> that's right. it. Cause like cause one thing I notice like rich people look at politics way different than we do. Cause they look at it through the scope of the, through the scope of the stock market. Right. So all that shit is about what candidate is going to affect my money the most. That's you know it. what I'm saying? That's it. And where we look at it like like we look at it like light like life or death. Yeah, we need help. Right. 
So it's like, man, I don't know. I could worry about some shit. I really, here we go. Like, I really don't have that much control over. And right. by that much control over, I mean, Trump didn't win the popular vote. But he still won the presidency. He still won the presidency. Mm-hmm. And then now, when I, then I look at the Democratic Party. Do they, how many, is, is there a candidate yet? Is there one candidate yet? No. Like, it's, look how. It's still about like a good six, seven. Look how late in the game it is. The general election is what, November? Not this November, next, next November. November. Yeah. Bruh, it's too late. Yeah. You're going to give it back to him. When I seen when I seen a debate coming on with twenty, I was but like, I'm like, this at, at is the a joke. Same, at the same time, it was like that during Obama years too. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it, was, it, wasn't. it was about a good ten. I say about a good ten to twelve Republican uh, it, candidates ex- that they were trying to they were debating each it, other. Okay, ex- and who won? Obama. Exactly. Yeah. That's the point I'm making. Yeah. That's the point I'm making. Mm-hmm. This late in the game. We should have been behind one candidate by now. It should be one candidate right now. Everybody's endorsing because at the end of the day, for y'all that, that that's, that's in this politics game, that they care about who gets elected, you you should be behind someone by now. It should right. not. It, you can't. You it, it shouldn't even be personal. It should be more about getting him out mm-hmm. and getting 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 the Democrats back in than it should be about necessarily you being the one that gets in. But at the same time, even if the Democrats get in, what benefit is that going to be for us? No, I said I I, I, I totally agree. <laughs> right. But I'm speaking on a, I'm speaking like through the eyes and through the mouth of people that are that are, that are still believing that right. it matters. Right. Right. Because like it, like hate him. All right, hate him. He's a bigot and all that. But Trump said something a while ago. He said you've been voting Democrat for fifty years, and what is it? What has it gotten you? You know what I'm saying? He said, we, "What we, we've been voting, period, and where has that gotten us?" I mean, when you look at us right after slavery and during Reconstruction, we, majority of Black people were were Republican. Mm. Blacks were Blacks were Republican back then. Mm. So, like, so I, that's what I'm saying. So, for me personally, I the, the the system is how it is. Right. You you can change whoever you can change the person that sits atop the system, but. The system's still going to run how it run. It's set, it's set up to run a certain way. I so agree. it doesn't matter who you elect. It's going to run a certain way. Mm. I mean, because a lot of these executive orders that Trump is trying to put in place or put in place, he didn't sign them in the law. He mm. didn't sign them. His predecessor wow. signed them. Wow. Shit. So his predecessor, <laughs> like the, the way he was treating people at the border... Right. His predecessor signed those executive orders. Yeah, it, it wasn't something he came up with. Mm-hmm. He just came up with the idea to put them in effect. Yeah. But the executive orders were signed before he got into office. Mm-hmm. So while he did something that's appalling, the ability to do it was granted by the people who sat in office before him. So his so what he did was as much. As much as it was his decision to do it, right. it was a byproduct of the system which allowed him to do it. <laughs> so it, it's like, in in I won't say in theory, but in reality, he's not the one to blame. He he doesn't he he doesn't get a hundred percent of the blame. Okay, he gets blame. He, you can blame him because he did it. 
Right. But you have to blame the system and the predecessors for making it, a letter, making it possible for him to do it. Got you. So it is, to me, they all deserve all the blame because right. they all made it possible. Fuck. Okay, so my thing is, well, not my thing, but my question is this. If we know that either both Republic and Democratic parties, presidents or whatever have you, they are not for the people. They are for the the pockets of the elite, right? Why do we still believe in it? Because we don't we we don't know anything else. Mm. Like, what's the alternative? So it's like, even though we know that we shouldn't be running on the rat wheel, we're still going to run anyway, right? Because it's like, I guess. Most people feel like, all right, even if we get off the wheel, we still in, we still in the, we still in that glass container. Mm. So I'm gonna also just keep running. I'm gonna also just keep running anyway, and just kill myself in the process. Right. God, I mean, it's it's just, I mean, because it's crazy when you think about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you t- take a step back and you think about it, like we. Uh, quote unquote we when I say we I just mean America itself right was uh, was basically started to escape the unfair taxation by the king okay um, the king of Britain mm-hmm. we're unfairly taxed now you can't tax you can't tax shit twice and that's what's happening hell yeah Wow. When all right, let's say you yeah, buy. Right, so break this down because so I, you, I have no knowledge of this. So say you so buy, right, you me. buy a burger. Mm-hmm. When they wholesale that beef, they pay the tax. They can't charge you. They can't now charge you a tax on that same beef or that bread or that lettuce and all. They can't. They can't tax that. Shit. It's already wow. been taxed. Can't tax it once it's already been taxed. <laughs> but they tax. So it. there isn't that, a law. So that's on the, the reason why my 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 number one from Burger King is like. There isn't dollars. a law on the books. That I can find and say you have to pay income tax. Right. You charge income tax. Like what would they do if everybody just stopped paying their taxes? Can't arrest us all. Can't arrest us all. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? It's 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 things to be done. It's just, you know, it's kind of far out there as far as thought goes and you know what you know we I mean, what what kind of reaction would that then force them to do to us? If we did, but and I guess that's that's why we just continue to keep doing the same thing we doing we doing and you know when your favorite whoever is telling you you should do this and they're living the life you want to live, mm-hmm. so you're hanging on to every word because you think they really got keys for you to get to their level of success and it's all cap and so you're gonna buy into it you're gonna say okay well this is what they're saying I should do. I look up God to this person, damn. you know. I like their music or I like their movies or I like their politics or whatever. Right. Well, this is what I should do. So that's what we do. We just follow the trends. We just follow. So for the masses, um, our second to last show we did um, called End But Not Of, um, that show when, you know, I saw that we that was probably our, our most listened to show. You gotta call your man up because he was wrong about that helmet. Try to tell him that shit. Okay. Yeah, he was wrong about that motherfucking helmet. <laughs> try to tell him try to tell him Antonio Brown had to wear a different helmet. Right. Listen, oh Antonio Brown. That motherfucker. We're gonna get into him in a second. Yeah. Um talk about cancel culture. But anyway, so 
you know, the stuff that we're talking about as far as us not paying income taxes and stuff like that, um, I can say that that show really helped a lot as far as me getting the knowledge on what I need to do to emancipate myself from this country. And so I can be, I guess, backed, legally backed into not paying income taxes. So um, if you want to know the tools for that one, folks, I I strongly suggest that y'all listen to that show. Um, it's called In But Not Of with special guest, special guest Kevin Kevin Berenger. That's the homie from the Zoe Up Morning Show. So check that one out because it will help. I can guarantee it. Moving on to Antonio Brown. Um, sports analyst. Can he get a job anywhere? Um, can for, he take Tony Romo? First, spot? first of all, I just want to I just want to address all the people that kept trying to tell me that he was smart and he knew what he was doing. Do you still think he know what he was doing? No. I tried to tell y'all, this motherfucker's retarded. <laughs> I said, don't. I said, don't think. Oh man, he was just trying to get to the page. I said, no, he wasn't. Mm-mm. I said, no, he was not. It was not trying to get he to the page. He played thirty seconds in one game. Got a little check, and then <laughs> Belichick was like, "All right, nigga." <laughs> he he wasn't. He wasn't. This was somebody. And people say, "Man, what happened to him? He changed." I said, "Nah, he didn't change." Right. I said that money just made him more what he what he already was. Had to be humble if he had to, he had to keep it on. He had to keep it low as he could, but it was things that was coming out, things he was doing in Pittsburgh that wasn't getting out. Mm. You know what I mean? Because Pittsburgh is a different type of organization. Like right. that's one of the cream of the crop type organizations. So, especially with Roethlisberger so, still having three pending rape cases. So certain anyone. exactly. So you know certain things won't get out, or at least full details of things don't get out. Right. When you in a pace like the even with the Patriots, this shit that go on. In New England that you never hear about because they mm-hmm. got that shit on lock in New England. Mm-hmm. So certain organizations, especially in like smaller markets, because mm-hmm. you know Pittsburgh and New England, those are smaller markets. They, I mean, the teams make a lot of money, but the market right. itself is smaller. The cities right. are smaller, right? So they can have more of an influence um, on what goes around, goes on as far as their players are concerned. Mm. But with Antonio Brown, like I, I was done with him when he didn't show up week seventeen last year. For the Steelers, no call, no show. The Steelers, and they were trying to make. They were still trying to make the playoffs. Damn. I said it's one thing to try to fight management, but it's right. another thing to quit on your brothers and throw them under the bus. How about that? Yeah. And not show up for them. So that's when I was done with him. I said he's an asshole. I'm done with him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then his the, his choice of hairstyles have always uh, puzzled me. Then the shenanigans in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Like once once the he 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 was going to stay in Oakland. Cause he could do whatever he, he thought he could do whatever he want. Right. He thought he could do whatever he want. He thought everything was, it was his world. He could do whatever you know, pretty much do whatever he wanted. But what he wasn't expecting was them to try to get that guaranteed money back. Mm. Once they said we going after your money, that's when he said, "All right, get me out of here. Get me somewhere else." Right. And it just wow. so happens to if the Patriots still had Rob Gronkowski, I don't think they go after Antonio Brown. Oh no, not at all. I don't think they go after Antonio Brown, but right? Because they didn't have Gronk, they really don't have a they don't have a real receiving core. They was like, all right, we we can get them over. You know, the Patriots take players on and they can get the most out of them or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's why he wanted to get out of Oakland because they tried to go after. They didn't say they wouldn't pay him. It's just they wasn't gonna guarantee it. Like he was due to he was gonna get that thirty. He was gonna get a thirty million dollar check if he had made it another week in Oakland. <sighs> He was gonna get a thirty million dollar check. 
So that's that's oh why that's why he started going super crazy once they said, all right, well, we coming after that money. So he got himself out of there. Then all he had to do was just not send text messages. He would have got a $10 million check from New England. That No, five, was it either 5 or 10 that next Tuesday? He was due for $5 million check, $5 or $10 million check. But he, he sends harassing text messages to one of the accusers with his lawyer lawyer's number in the group text oh my god <laughs> you're trying to tell Yo. me you're trying to tell me that this this man is calculated fuck no he's he's making calculated moves really? no are you sure he's are you sure that's not somebody that's smart that's not a smart person he went from he was due to make 30 million dollars made one hundred and fifty-eight thousand. <laughs> Now, for I mean, for for us, hundred fifty eight thousand dollars. That's a that's a hell of a payday. I don't care who it's for. When you when you go from thirty million to one hundred and fifty eight thousand, yeah, all because you couldn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's it. All you had to do was just shut up. Yo, he has to be dickhead of the year. Of course, dickhead of the year. Of course, all you had to do was just shut up. Nigga, I can't even get five dollars. <laughs> it is like people like, man, I'm oh I'm behind Antonio Brown. He fighting. He not. No, this man, is this that, is this man. is the one case you don't get behind because this no. is somebody who is just self destructing. Absolutely, this is just idiocy. It's not. This is it's not. It's there's no seeking. This is a, this is selfishness at its finest. I agree. This is the epitome of selfishness. This is somebody who is selfish. This is somebody who is only thinking. He is not thinking about everybody else. No. He's thinking about himself. If a guy says he came to camp in a hot air balloon. (laughs) He showed up to camp in a hot air balloon. I, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, you ain't watch Hard Knocks. He, he was in a high camp. No. I'm like, this, I, I'm watching it like this was the worst Hard Knocks by far, yo. This was the worst Hard Knocks by far because they spent too much time on somebody that wasn't practicing. That wasn't like when you watch Hard Knocks, you want to see you want to see the practices. You want to see the you want to see the grind. Yeah, you don't want to see somebody that's not playing because his feet. And then they showing me his. Feet. I don't want to see his feet. <laughs> Like you, you went, you went and did cryotherapy. This is not right. your first time doing cryotherapy. Mm-hmm. You went and did cryotherapy and then putting on your feet. No, you, no, you, you know you got to put something on your feet. Frost bit your feet all up. I'm just like, nah, bro. Don't, don't tell me that this, 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 this dude is calculated and he, and he's mani- like, don't, don't put him and Kawhi Leonard in the same sentence. No, because Kawhi, Kawhi is Kaiser Sose. Yeah, say, say it again. I said Kawhi is Kaiser Sose. Why does that name sound familiar? Usual suspects. Okay, got you, got you. Like he uh, pulled Kevin Spacey's role. Yeah. Okay, okay. He pulled okay. the Gip type move on him. Right. Oh, you thought I was just some quiet, ha ha ha, laughing nah. type. Nah, bro. I, I got, I got moves. <laughs> I got real moves. I'm gonna get where I want, and I'm gonna hold you up so your squad can't be can't can't get too much better than my squad. <laughs> that shit was genius. Like now, it what was. Kawhi did right. was. Genius. I agree. When I'm saying he got Paul George in the hotel and he got Jeannie busting them in the hotel <laughs> and he not going to the meeting with Jeannie busting them until he hit. Yo, that shit. I'm like, that's moves. Wow. 
That's moves. That's moves. I love it. That's now, moves. I, I have to ask. I want to go back to Antonio Brown. I have to ask. Is there a way he can come back? As like, is there any way that he can redeem himself? Bring himself into a different light where it's like, you know what? Well, okay. First, I can give Antonio a second chance. First thing, I don't think anybody's going to touch him until the uh, everything gets settled with these sexual assault cases. Mm. I don't think anybody's going to touch him right now. So, so trade deadline, you think he'd be on the team? Well, he he's not on the team now, so the trade deadline doesn't affect him. But I'm just saying, that around that time, do you think he'll be able to? Nah, I don't get on think no, 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 mm. nope, no. Like I said, I don't, I don't think so. Because mm. I don't think that situation will be resolved by then. Mm. So, if that gets resolved, whereas though either, you know, he pays settlements and it goes away. Right. You know, a team would get desperate and he, they could probably sign him. Mm. But I don't think he gets back on the team this season. I don't think he gets back on the team this season. Maybe I'm, next I'm, year. I'm not rooting for him. So Not this season. I'm not rooting <laughs> against him. You know, depending on what they say he did as far as the sexual assault is concerned. Right. I'm not rooting against him, but I'm not rooting for him either. Right. Like, I got to see what goes on. Like, Because all you got to do is just shut the fuck up play play. Just play football, bro. Shut up, play football. Like, unless you're champion some sort of real cause, just shut up. Like, like Kaepernick. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, how you feel about our Eagles? Two and two, going to uh, play the Jets week five. I'm not surprised we're two and two, because mm. like I said, like we don't. This is what happens when you don't participate in preseason. Mm. You're rusty. Mm. This is what happens when you don't. You're not hitting anymore in practices. You don't go live in practice. You get injured. Like mm. this is what happens when you kind of step. When you kind of ease off the gas and then all of a sudden think you're going to go 100 miles per hour. Mm. 100 miles per hour. Right. So I'm not surprised we're at 2-2 two and two right now, but I do think now, this is week 5, mm-hmm. I think now our the quote-unquote unofficial preseason is over. The right. first few weeks of the NFL season now is the preseason. Wow. And we're 2-2, two and two, so I look mm-hmm. at it like we're 0-0. Zero, zero. Let's go. We got, we got a Jets team now who is on their third string quarterback. God damn. But they have a good defense. Yes. Jets have a very good defense. They have very, And then they have a very good defensive coordinator mm. in Greg Williams. Mm, okay. He likes to blitz a lot. So this is where ah, I wish we had to show him. Because uh, the Jets, they get a little undisciplined in the back end of their defense. Because they do a lot of man-to-man on the back end because their mm. defensive coordinator likes to blitz so much. Right. So this is where I wish we had to show him to take the top off. Yeah. But we don't. But I still, I, I think the line is what, like 13 and a half, I think. I guess. I think, yeah, I think that's the line. I see us winning. Don't, don't, no, no scores. No scores. Mean no, scores. No, no scores. Because, no, because this is the thing. And this is the thing I really hate about uh, Eagles fans. We play a nasty known beat up team, we play them like they're the beat up team. We go light. So how does me giving a score? Because everybody makes their predictions of saying, yeah, Eagles going to win. Eagles going to win. And we fucking lose. But that has nothing to do with the I'm going to need you to do Antonio Brown and shut the fuck up. 
That has nothing to do. I don't want to hear it. Nothing I to do. I don't want to hear it. Nothing to do. All I, I want to hear. I won't make a prediction, but it has nothing to do me. Uh, me. Us sitting here talking about the game, speculating what the score might be, has absolutely no impact on what they go out and do Sunday. Hey, look, has we no, are the No Vaseline Podcast. We had uh, last show. We had 169 listeners. <laughs> so all I'm saying is, I don't think this shit know, is this shit is global. I don't okay? think any of them were Eagles fans. <laughs> I don't think any of the Eagles players, I mean. so Hey, you never know. All right, so I'll just say this. Mm. I think we win, but I'm not too positive that we cover. Okay. Okay. Because like I said, they have a good defense, and we do tend to play down to the competition. Exactly. So I, I don't I, – I, I hope we co- – we should cover. Right. We should cover. We should mm. cover the spread, mm-hmm. honestly. But I, I just – it's just it's us. I'm not sure. But I think that game last week against the the Packers kind of lit the fuse. I hope it did. I really hope it did because I went to bed watching that game expecting us to lose. Like if we had, man, if we just had, I don't know what I don't know what the Jaguars want, but we gotta fucking give it to them because we need Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, because I'm not a fan of Maddox and I'm not a fan of Darby. I'm not a fan of Maddox, Darby, or Jones. Rasul Douglas yeah. is kind of growing on me. Yeah, I like Rasul Douglas. He's kind of growing on me. I like Rasul Douglas. Out of all of them, he's, and I don't like Sendejo. Solid. And I don't like Sendejo either. Mm. I don't like Sendejo either. No, no, I don't like Sendejo. No, I don't like Sendejo either. I mean, he's a, he's a tough football player. He comes to play, but you know, he's this not is, consistent. This is the NFL. He's not that good. Oh shit. Like I see Sendejo more. I see Sendejo more as. Um, more is like the run support safety. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, more of a run support safety. But in pass coverage, I don't think he's that great. Mm. So right now, I like I like Malcolm. He's getting older, though. He is. And I like Rasul. He, he's slowing down a little bit. Yeah, and I yeah. like Rasul. Mm-hmm. So, but Maddox and then what? Maddox I, and Darby, I feel like and Sydney Jones, game. And Sydney, same thing with Sydney Jones. I mean, as soon as he gets burnt, he gets hurt. Yeah. Well, I don't say they get hurt or he gets hurt, but I just – Whenever I whenever I see Maddox and Darby, it's like they get exposed. Like once they once they get a a a, a ball thrown to them and they miss, it's like they're exposed for the rest of the game. And it's just like I I I don't need that. You know what I mean? It's like we got our our defensive line is is, is solid. We've always been solid, right? But it's just the secondary has been our weakest link. So even even back in the Chip Kelly days, like I'll say, post Brian Dawkins, that's when our secondary got. Well, I will, I will, I will weak. say this much: the the D line we have they haven't been getting much pressure on the quarterback this year. Mm. Not as much as they should be. Right. But like we got we got to take care of business this game because we got the Vikings next. Oh shit! We got Vikings, Cowboys, Bills, Bears, Patriots. It's our next five mm. games. So we got to get a win. We got to win all of them. We got to get. We not winning all of them. I'm saying we got to. Yeah, but we not. We got to get a win to go to three and two, and then we need to win. We got. We got. We got to beat the Cowboys. That's a division game. Of course, we have to beat the Cowboys. We have to beat the Cowboys. Now, and then we got the Seahawks after the Patriots. Oh shit! Okay, so look. So we got a tough. (laughs) We got the next. We probably got the league's toughest schedule. The next five, six games is very tough. Not not Sunday, not included. Vikings, Cowboys, Bills, Eagles, Patriots, Seahawks. 
And did you did you see any of that game last night? Seahawks and Rams. Yeah. Russell Wilson was balling last yes, night. Yes, he was. When he when he was rolling left and, and threw that, it to lock it. That was one of that's one of the that's the that's the kind of throw at quarterback where you like okay I'm ball I'm a baller. Yeah. I'm a, that was a ball. That was a dime. <laughs> was. That was a laser. When he it threw was. it. I thought he I was thought throwing it, it away. Play. Yeah, I thought it was a dead play. I thought he was throwing it away. I'm sitting because I'm sitting on the couch and my daughter she's studying her spelling words, and I I, I was like, oh my god! And she's like, Daddy, what? I'm like, did you see that throw? <laughs> like that that is what you yeah. call dropping it in the bucket. That's yeah. that's when yeah. that, when you hear you hear a quarterback <laughs> or quarterback coaches or coaches tell a quarterback you got to drop it in the bucket. Mm-hmm. That's what he means. That's dropping it in the bucket. I was wow. like, "Wow, that was a hell of a throw." Did not. It's one thing, even if he had it set up and mm-hmm. threw it, it would have been a hell of a throw. Right. But for him to be on the run, throwing it back across, like coming back across, going mm-hmm. the opposite way of the field, throwing it across his body like that, I was like, "That was a hell of a throw." Man, hell of a throw. But yeah, we, we got, got we got we I'm got scared. we got a tough schedule now. Do we up. do we play the Rams this year? I don't. Think we do? Let me see. No, we don't play the Rams. We'll play the Rams this year, nope. okay? And and after that tough schedule, we gotta play Dallas again. Giants, Giants, all, all our division games. Yeah, now Giants. I like. I, I, I scared that fucking quarterback. I like Danny Dimes. We Fuck gonna, him. We gonna see. You got. He got a tough <laughs> test a Sunday. They play the Vikings. Okay. So we're gonna see. You know what he can do. But he ain't I, gonna do shit against us because by the time we play them. It's going to be a situation where that quarterback has been figured out already. This is what I'm hoping. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping. No, I agree. I hope so too. Because like he just just like um my guy last year, uh Fitzpatrick. Yeah. You know, it's like all right, you know Fitzpatrick on a new team may have a new a new um play scheme. So it's like the reason all that Fitz magic was happening because nobody could figure him out yet. Right. Soon as he got figured out. His his uh ascension crashed faster than Lynn Sanity. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like I said, by the time we play the by the time we play the uh the Giants prayerfully, you know, we'll we'll have all of that momentum that we need. Right. And we'll, by the time we play them, we'll have that quarterback already figured out. So Right. So yeah, but more, hopefully, you know, I like I said, not hopefully. We we'll take care of business on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I definitely believe that. And then we got the Vikings, who I'm not really afraid of. They have a good defense, mm-hmm. but they like to run the ball. We're good against the run. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll be our. I think. I think. They, they still got Keenum or Cousins? They got Cousins. They got Cousins, okay. Well, Keenum is on the, um, is on the, the Redskins. Redskins. That's right. I mean, it's possible we could go under. I mean, well, it's possible. Anything I, is possible. You heard Kevin Garnett. I see a win. I see a win against the Vikings. We mm-hmm. gotta beat the Cowboys. Right. We could beat the we could beat the Bills. We could beat the Bears. Even the Patriots. I mean, we can win. We can we can definitely, you know. Right. We can definitely I see us I see us eleven and five, twelve and four anyway. So mm. that means we can't lose too many more games. We already lost two. Right. But I think Ooh. I think we'll be fine. I think we will be just fine. I hope so. As I look at the schedule, I think we'll be just fine. Nah, I was gonna ask about Dallas, but fuck them. What about them? 
They're a good football. Like this is uh, what are I've they? Been, are they a good football team this year? This is what I've been telling people about Dallas for like four seasons now. Pretty much since, or even like right before Dak and Zeke got in the league, I say, yo, you have to watch the offensive line. The offensive line is has always been solid. always had a great offensive line. Always been solid. Like so, Dak is putting up these numbers, and you know people are you know. Going crazy right now about him, and he's playing well, no doubt about it. You see how much time he has to throw the ball? He has a lot of time. It's not pressured. No. Then you have one of, if not the best running backs in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So people aren't worried about the pass. Right. They're keen to stop the run. He he's that's why he's perfect passer rating on play action. Mm-hmm. Because you got the defense drawn up. He doesn't throw many passes to the outside. He throws everything inside. Everything's up the seams, cross the middle. Mm-hmm. He doesn't throw many deep outs. He doesn't throw many. Oh, he doesn't throw many balls to the outside. Everything's over the middle because it's wide open. Because the linebackers are already up, safeties are already up because they're trying to key the run. Right. So I don't want to say his, you know, his numbers aren't his numbers, but I'm saying like they're one and eight when Zeke doesn't rush for 75 yards. Wow. They're one and eight. So that just goes to show you who's really the most important person or the most important units on that team. It's the offensive line offensive and the running line. back. But so my thing is this. Like, as much as I don't like Dallas, like I subliminally try to pull for them just to see if they can fucking do it. But every year, they always get in their own way. Wait, hold up. I, yeah, I, I say, I rewind, say what I say. Rewind, rewind, rewind. I just want to, I just want to see if they can do it. You, you, you are an Eagles fan. Die hard. I bleed green every Sunday, Monday, and so Thursday night. Sometimes there is absolutely no excuse mm-hmm. for you to be subliminally in any shape, any way, pulling for a Cowboys victory. No, there's really nothing you can say right now. Okay, all right, I'll, I'll take that one. But like I said, I just want to see if they can do it. There is why, just just so I can like, okay, y- all right, y'all got one. Do you understand? I don't. Do I don't you, give wait. a fuck about the the fans or whatever. They can all fall on something sharp. I'm just saying, like, I just want to. I'm see. just not understanding your motive. Why? Why do you want to see? I'm, I'm weird. Our most hated rival succeed in any shape, way, or form. I'm weird. I'm weird like that. I'm, that, that's the now, best thing I can say. I can, understand, like I can understand from the standpoint, like, I want to see good football when I watch a football game. Right. I want to see good football. But under no circumstances do I want to see a Cowboys victory. And you know what it and is, And I'm, I'm really to the point now where I am not as emotionally well, invested. No my, no, my wife will call me a liar if I say it. Because I, I still go crazy watching the Eagles games. Right. This that, that shit, that shit drives me fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah. They drive me crazy sometimes. Doug Peterson. At, so every, at, at, fuck listen, the Cowboys for a second. 75% of Philly needs to go to the hospital after Eagles game. Fuck, fuck the Cowboys for a second. Doug Peterson. I know mm-hmm. you're not listening, but if the off chances, you may listen to this one day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need you to do a better job coming up with your script for your first 15 plays. Mm. He has the worst play calling in the first Two, three series of a fucking game I have ever seen. Break it down. Break it down. Bruh, most, I like this. Because most coaches, mm-hmm. 
come up with a script for their first, like they script out their first 15 plays. They're going to run these plays no matter what because you want to get a, you want to get an idea on what the defense is trying to do. Right. So you call, you not your best, you don't call up your best plays, but you call up some of your more effective plays in the first 15 plays of the game, mm-hmm. 10 to 15 plays of the game. He just, to me, does not have a good feel for coming up with a script on how to start. Like, we start too slow. We've been mm. down 10 points every game. Yeah. We we, we have so now to come we're, back. We're the, the second too, half team. We have to come back too much. Yeah. We have to come back too much. You, yeah. you then you this is where I'm I'm happy we stuck with the running game this week, but this is why we abandoned a running game so early cuz we're down two scores early in the game every game. So we we're trying to play catch up and to score fast while there's still time left. And I'm gonna need Doug to start to have more of a balanced script. Like you mm-hmm. have to balance this shit more. You have to mix in more running pass. Mm-hmm. You have to mix in like even if you pass out of the formation, you have to come out more running formation. You have to come out more two tight end sets. Right. Because we have two fucking very good tight ends. We have two good tight ends that can catch the ball. Zach Ertz so, and Dallas Goddard. So why not come out in a two tight end set, run the ball, then come out in a two tight end set and go play action? Mm. It's just like why are you why are you so bad? Mm-hmm. Why are you so bad in the first quarter? We can't score I, points I feel, in the first I quarter. I feel like he got some Chip Kelly in him where he just wants to like surprise the offense in some kind of way. I don't I don't know. Well, he need to get that shit. He need to get that Chip Kelly shit out of him cuz it's, it's killing me. We start off way too slow. Got to get back to uh Andy Reid shit. Well, Andy Reid didn't run the ball. Wait, let, let me let me ask you something about Andy Reid and the Chiefs. Got my homeboy Patty, Patty Mahomes, my homeboy. Yeah, like I'm a believer. I He's think a, they're going to go to the Super Bowl. I think they. I think I they think might. I think they're going to beat the Patriots. And I get think in they the Super might Bowl. do it this year. But this is my. I'm not. I. I will. I'm sorry, but I will not go against Tom Brady making it to the Super Bowl until he doesn't make it. I'm sorry. I think I, this year he's not going to make it. I, nobody thought. Yo, you know, you do realize people have been saying that the last. Since he's been in the league, I know. I mean, but just the last three or four years, and they've been in the Super Bowl every year. I get it. They look like this. You do realize I first four it. weeks of the season, they look like this every year. I get it. I, okay. But I don't know, man. It's just something about this Mahomes magic. I'm, 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 I'm bought in. I'm I'm all the way in with it. Like I'm not necessarily a Chiefs come fan. On, come on, Jaguars. Just trade him, man. He don't want to play for y'all. Send him over here to the NFC, man. Yeah, just just come on. I mean, look, y'all got one of our players. Let's get one of your players. Fair fair exchange. I'm glad you brought up Nick Foles. Now Nick Foles is hurt. He doesn't want to play in Jacksonville. No, no, no. He wants to be. Wait, time out. He didn't want to be in Philly. That's why he left. That's why we let him go. He didn't want he. This is this is this is this is the problem I have with the, not saying you're a Folesian, but with the Folesian society, we should have kept Nick Foles. We should have kept Nick Foles. No. Nick Foles didn't want to stay. He wanted to go be a starting quarterback. He didn't want to stay. So there was no. We should have kept Nick Foles. Right. He didn't want to stay. Right. He left because he wanted to go start. Just like Jimmy Butler. I'm well, glad. We'll, we'll I'm, glad, I'm sorry, second, but I'm, yeah, but we get there in a second. I'm, but I'm glad he left. Honestly, I'm honestly glad Jimmy Butler left. I'm go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Finish we, your point. We go, but, we gonna jump to the yeah, six. We gonna jump back to the yeah, right. But back to the Eagles real quick. Hey man, Gardner Minshew 
Gardner Minshew looking good. I think I think think Jaguars got a quarterback controversy going on. Oh shit! When Nick get back, so everybody that was oh, preaching, preaching, shit. preaching, Nick, 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 about to lose his fucking job again. But they're gonna have to start him because there's too much money they paying him. Yeah, they ain't too much money to sit him on the bench. So they're gonna bring him. They're gonna let him start unless because I think Nick Foles can't come back until week um, eleven. Right now, if they somehow manage to stay undefeated. I think you got to stick. Wait, wait, time out. Okay, this is where I'm lost. The Jaguars are undefeated. No, no, no. They've been un- they, they, oh, they're undefeated been- since they got this, this new quarterback. I think he's won two in a row. Okay. So what okay. I'm saying is if they continue to win up until Nick Foles come back. Not undefeated. They're not undefeated. Oh, though. okay. I was about to say. No, as long if they continue <laughs> to win until uh, Foles comes back, then I think you got to stick with the with the backup. Stick, but, with, stick with what works. Right. Yeah. But to all the Folesians out there that keep saying we should have kept Nick Foles, Nick Foles did not want to stay. stay. He didn't want to be a backup anymore. Mm-hmm. He wanted his opportunity to go start. Rightfully so. Give it exactly. to him. Exactly. So it to him. Yeah. get over it. Yeah. Get over it. I was a Carson fan, so, I mean, I was thankful for Nick. I've been a Carson fan since day one. I think Carson. the only thing that's hurt Carson is just him being hurt and him not having that experience, the playoff experience. Then, all the games like because you look at him and Dak they came in the league the same year mm-hmm. Dak has already won two playoff games wait one two one last year he won one last year did he win the year before that no 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 no. he won one he's won one I swear he won two play. I don't know why I think he's won two playoff games no because I think last year that's when he had the playoff by yeah la- no no last year they played C- they played Seattle in the wild card, that's they beat Seattle. That's what it was. Okay, okay. And then they okay, lost yeah. to the Rams in the divisional. That's what it was. Then they, yeah, they didn't make it. They didn't make it the year before. Mm-hmm. And then the year before that, I don't think they made it because we were no. It was Washington. Yeah, what? I don't know. Anyway, oh, but shit. he has a playoff win. I know he has at least one. So okay. he has a playoff win. You know, he has uh, you know, the second best. Winning record over the last four years, only to Tom Brady. Mm. That's just because he's been available. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's what's hurt Carson is him not. He may, you know, talent wise, he I think he's better than Dak. Just talent, just ability to throw the ball, mm-hmm. escapability, ability to move in and out, in and outside of the pocket. I think he has more talent than Dak. What I would say is, I think. Dak's offensive line has been more consistent, and they've been yeah. more and they've been more heavily reliant on the run game. Mm-hmm. And then now, when they brought in Amari Cooper um, last year, it's made his job just a little easier. So it's mm-hmm. e- so it's easier for him. So I I feel like once once Doug gets back to that balance, because you know Carson only threw 461 yards last game, mm. three touchdowns, albeit. But he only threw 461 yards because we had 176 on the ground. So I think once we bring that balance in, mm-hmm. and then once um we get the Sean back, we I knew he was gonna get hurt because that's just his mo. He he always misses a few games. Yeah. But I'm I'm nervous about this injury. Like now, what is it? Is like he's a- saying it's an abdominal strain, mm. but I think it's a sports hernia. That's what I think it is. I think it's a sports hernia. I think that's what's keeping him out so long because they said it needed surgery, but it would have kept him out all year. He didn't want to get the surgery. Right. So I think it's a sports hernia. And I've had I've had that before. If you get the surgery, you pretty. Yeah, well, now you know. I had 
No, I still played that year when I had. I got my hernia surgery. Like, I missed, like, the first three weeks of practice. Mm-hmm. Then I came back. So maybe his is a little worse than that. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? Whatever it is, maybe he has some type, like, really, man, you know, a really bad, a worse a worse abdominal tear or something like that. But, Damn. you know, hopefully, like, he just got to gotta get healthy. When he come back, because we need him to be able to come back and go 100, 100%. Yeah. 100 full speed. Like, we need him for that Dallas game. And for the rest of the season. I hope we can get him back by the Dallas game. That's November what? No, that's October. That's it was October? It's two November. weeks from now. Oh, okay. It's two weeks. We play we play the Jets Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then we play the Vikings. And then, and then we the play Cowboys. the Cowboys. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Yeah, that's we play the Cowboys October 20th, Sunday Night Football. So... And it's at Dallas. Let's add Dallas. Shit. Okay. All right. We'll so we, all right. we let's see we'll what right. let's see what Aaron Rodgers and them can do in in in, in Jerry World this Sunday because mm-hmm. they play Dallas Sunday that Sunday night game or no, that's four twenty five game. Right. Okay. So I'm gonna miss the Eagles game this Sunday. Damn. I'm be coaching. That's all right. Shout out to Overbook Monarchs Junior Pee Wees. <laughs> we we yeah. one in three right yeah. now. That's all right. That's we all right. Be right now, we should be four zero. We oh. should really be four zero. <laughs> we should be four zero. Shout out to discipline, but let's get to the Sixers. Oh yeah, let's talk Sixers. Um, finals or bust, baby. That's it. Finals or bust. That's it. Finals or bust. And these, really, these, we should these second round knockouts. Finals nah. or if we don't make it to the finals, it's a bust. Fuck Eastern Conference Finals. We gotta make. It, we should be in the finals this year. In the finals. Let me ask you, who do you think we would go against in the East Conference Finals? Oh, Bucks. Mm. Anything? Raptors not making it again? No. Brooklyn? No. no. Not without KD. Yeah, he's not coming back till next year. Yeah, so not without KD. Yeah. Um. I like Stephen A. Smith said it, and I don't like when he tries to predict us because he's a fucking jinx. But <laughs> I'm jinxes, yo. Yeah, he's he's a jinx. Like every 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 year since since we've been getting into the playoffs. What do he say? 2017-2018 season. What do he say? Oh man, Sixers are going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Get knocked out in the second round. You do realize he has no impact on that, right? It's a fucking jinx. Okay. <laughs> Last year. All right. Sixers going to the finals. Got knocked down the second round again. Man, we would have beat Milwaukee. We was a double. I mean, look. We would have beat. Oh, yeah. We would have spanked the dog shit out of Milwaukee. But if it wasn't for that mother. Kawhi. Right. Your you, 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 chess player. Yeah, we would have We would have been to the finals. And if everything would have happened to the Warriors that it happened to, like, to the Raptors, it would have been ours. We would have won that shit. It would have been ours for we the team. We would have won that shit, for sure. But now that Kawhi is, is out of the East, is is in my opinion, is definitely ours for the taking. But I just got a feeling like somebody like Indiana is going to come up. Get the fuck out of here! If we Ola can't Depot beat, come back, if we can't beat Indiana, then we be, no, no. And they no. got TJ McConnell. <laughs> yeah, they got TJ. Yo, what is with Philadelphia? Why do we love these little? 
These why do we love these hard, scrappy little players? Because really that's aren't exactly that what they are. They are hard yeah, and but he's scrappy, not good. But he's not but that good. He's hard and scrappy. He works very hard. Hard and scrappy and players represent the city of Philadelphia. When it comes to the I just think there's a lot of people identify with like his lack the of athleticism and just his will to play it's Rocky. and just be on the field. Like right exactly. It's, He's rocking. Exactly. But, like, don't don't tell me that a team has T.J. McConnell. And that's yeah. something I should worry about. No, I just. You know what I mean? I was saying it because I, I like T.J. I missed him. Pause. As long as. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I see Embiid's looking very mighty svelte. Lost, Lost 25 some, pounds. Look, look, looks good. Pause. Looks good. Right. Ben. I believe it when I see it. Need you to shoot, man. That's it. Now I've been seeing these videos, you and these pickup games, you shooting fadeaways, pulling up threes, turnaround jumpers. All right now, don't. All right now, don't get into this damn season and then all of a sudden that shit go away. Right. I'm serious because if he don't shoot this year, trade his ass. I agree. And now watch if he, God forbid, he gets traded. And then he gonna start shooting. He gonna start shooting and like if he crazy. Does, and if he you does, know he's gonna get traded to the fucking Lakers. Nah. And if he does, that was his play the whole time. Yeah. Because he signed to an extension. We got him locked up for the next, what, five years? Five years. You got your money. You good. That motherfucking NBA player is so goddamn rich. That shit is crazy, sickening. bro. It's fucking sick. It's crazy. You think about their money. Boy, that It's like, how do niggas go broke? Yo, it's easy to go broke. I'm sorry. Because, yo, you yeah, you look at it. For one, fuck everybody. The answer it's is not no. Even about, yo, it's and not even about everybody. Just give me as everybody. much cheese steaks as I can get. Shit no, like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you want you want a lot of cheese steaks. You like, like, I'm going to have, I'm gonna have a, a cheese steak off every Friday at the crib. Like, I would say it's easier, <laughs> it's easier to go broke when you got all that money. This is true, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Me and you, we got to be, we got to think a little bit more about how we spend. Yeah, we got to be getting thrifty. them checks every Tuesday, and they like, I'm going to get it next week. I'm cool. Right, it's coming back to me. So let yeah. me spin. Like, I was watching um, T-Pain's interview on The Breakfast Club. Okay. And he was talking about how he spent $2 million cash on a fucking Bugatti. Fucked, it, fucked up the, I forgot what he fucked up on there. It ended up having to sell it back to the dealership for like, what, like eight hundred thousand. Oh. This is how all the houses and shit he had, and all that. How he went from all that money to broke. He didn't wow. have no money. Yeah, he was broke, so he couldn't even get McDonald's. Wow. Now he's he's he's, oh, he's rebounded. He's rebounded. Yeah. You know what I mean? Since he's come back. Yeah. But like that shit is easy, man. When you just got so much money coming in at one time. Mm-hmm. You making all these big, these big expenses? Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's way easier to me. It's way easier to fuck your money up when you got a whole lot of it. Yeah. Than it is when you when you penny pinching and you know what I mean, trying to stretch it. Yeah. It's just that it's just that we barely have enough. They have too much, mm-hmm. and sometimes you can't keep your eye on all of it. How about that? Damn, you know what I'm saying? So true. That's so true. You, you you going on expensive vacations, and you taking the whole block with taking you. Taking the not, not maybe only you don't take the whole block. You may take your, you may just take your close people, but just imagine what you spending. Mm-hmm. 
And if you're not putting parking your money in different places, right? You know what I mean. Investing in stuff like that. You yeah. know what I mean? That shit catches up with you when you just being an NBA player. How about that? Yeah. That's why, like, somebody, like, I admire somebody, like, regardless of on the court, like, I Andre, admire, huh? Andre Iguodala? No, I was going to say LeBron James. Oh, okay, yeah. That's yeah. why I admire somebody like LeBron just because he's set. His yeah. kids are set. Kids, kids are set. Kids, kids, kids are set. Set, bro. They, they great. They mm. are well off. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you I just fuck around and be the first billionaire basketball player. Oh, he will be. You know, fuck around. He will be. Yeah. He will be the first billionaire basketball player. He Damn. Will be. Well, technically Jordan, but he might actually get there while he's still playing. while he's still playing. Yeah. But Jordan is technically the first billionaire. Man, I, I, I've always liked, just like you said before, his um, when you say business acumen, acumen, acumen. Yeah, business like. Acumen. When it comes to a diversified that's portfolio, that's one of my daughter's spelling words this week. Acumen, too. yeah, acumen is one of my spelling words. Word, but yeah, just the way he diversifies his portfolio is like yo. vocabulary. They say they don't say spelling now; they say vocabulary. vocabulary right? You know, when we was in school, it was spelling. Yeah, gentrify school words. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, no, just like the way the way the, uh, LeBron diversifies his portfolio. You got you know on court. Then he has his sneakers. Then he has his production company. Then he has, well, un- unter- uninterrupted is his part of his production, production company. company. Okay. Then he has his school. Then it's like he so, has the shop also under his production company. Right. Space Jam Two is Space under his Jam production Two company. It's like yo, he 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 bought in. He invested in Blaze Pizza oh, back shit. when they were you know back when they were like. Up and coming out in California now. They everywhere. Yo, Blaze Pizza is all that. The my pizza is a little bit better in my opinion, but Blaze Pizza is all that. Right. But I, 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 I've always liked LeBron for that, and I'm just not a fan of his when he plays the Sixers. But besides that, it's like, yo, I look at this dude and I tip my hat to him. And he's going to own a team soon. Well, he's he's going to own Cleveland. He's going to be the, the first player owner. To play with his son. Remember my theory. Oh, yeah. Remember my theory on Cleveland. Driving, driving the price or the, the value of that team down. He's going. So when he's getting ready to retire, he's going to come back for his victory tour, just to draft his son, so he can have the, the first father son basketball team. And he'll be the first what player owner. Yeah, I hope that. I hope that. I really hope. I hope he does that. I really hope. I will. I would love to see. I would really love to see. I would love to see him that. on the court with his son. Like that would be dope. I'm not gonna it lie, would. that would really be dope to see. It would, cause it'd be like, man, cause it it'll make you feel old as shit too. Oh yeah, because it's like, yo, you remember being in like high school or something when he got drafted. I remember when he played against Strawberry Mansion at the Palestra. Oh shit, played against Reese Rice. Reese Rice, Reese Rice cracked him. But LeBron got the LeBron last. LeBron came back. <laughs> he got the last last. Ball hard on the boys, man. <laughs> But um, yeah, that's 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 like I remember when LeBron was fuck drafted. I remember when he, he first started showing his high school games on ESPN. I remember the dunk contest he was in in the, the All American McDonald's All American joint. I remember we were we were in Atlantic City for a, a basketball tournament playing for Bartram, and we were all in the hotel room watching this dude 
get 50s for the most simplest dunks ever. It was just because of the, the, because the height. Because it was him. Because of the height. It was it's just because of how explosive and how high he like. This is true. You go back and you look at old like old old LeBron height, LeBron highlights like from mm-hmm. Cleveland early in Cleveland, and you see just how fast he was, how like how explosive he was at that size. Yeah. Like that shit was crazy. You can't kids now can't really like it's 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 like how we talked about Kobe. Mm-hmm. It's like y'all can't really appreciate. Kobe, like you, like y'all know twenty four Kobe. Y'all, we y'all know number eight Kobe. And it's like y'all know Cleveland, L.A., maybe into Miami Heat, LeBron. But right. y'all don't really know Cleveland. You know the first, first, first what seven it's, years? I know first six his years, first two years in the league. I'm just talking about his first oh, run yeah. with Cleveland. Like, oh, y'all yeah, don't yeah. know like. How dominant he really was! Like you kind of get more of an appreciation for him because right. LeBron's thirty four, mm-hmm. KD's thirty one, Steph's thirty, James Harden's thirty, Westbrook is thirty. Mm-hmm. Like yo, they getting up there. Yeah, we like, and I mean, we got you know we got younger comers. We got Ben Simmons. We got Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. We got some good players, but right. we don't have anybody that's like. We don't have another LeBron. We don't have another LeBron or another KD right now. No. You can't say Ben Simmons. Or Steph. Not, no, not you yet. You can't say Ben Simmons yet. Just get that jump shot and you damn near there. Like Jordan, Kobe, LeBron, Ben Simmons. Can we? Can, can you say that? No, not yet. No? I can't even get – because I can't, I can't even begin to – no, I can't do that yet. No, okay. Okay. I can't. Well, That's him, what I'm saying. Right, as of right now, even with like a Giannis, it's still not – on that that level, like Mm-mm. when you know Kobe, LeBron, KD, right, like, just like that game changing type of game. And you don't have players like that. Like you really don't see Giannis go up against somebody that's his size, and they they banging down low the whole game. But that, that's not his game though, because he's a, yeah. he's too athletic. Yeah, that's true. He's too athletic to ask him to Keep bang down low all game. No, that's that that would be a detriment to his to his to his ability. And I was looking forward to that wood game. It it was the game we played against Milwaukee back in March, in in Milwaukee. And I think that was the that was the game. Giannis had like fifty five or something like that. But we ended up we ended up winning. Right. But it was it was such a good game because. You had Giannis really battling with Embiid, and they was going the fuck at it. Right. And it's like, yo, this is this is basketball. When the two big men are down low and they really like banging that shit out, pause. It's like, it, that shit was exciting other than, like, you know, compared to both teams just popping up threes. You know, you got a real battle going on. Right. You know what I mean? So it really felt good to see that, but I would like to see that. At least from Giannis, like against like a Jokic or a, uh, I mean we could say Embiid too, but like Jokic, you got uh, what's my guy from um, Orlando? Aaron Gordon? No, no, no. Uh, Vucevic. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I'm just saying, yeah. as far as size and all of that, just have them down low, just just battling, like. Yeah, but that's that's not the NBA no more. Nobody. Nobody, that's not the game. The game is not that. And I feel like this is why, like, Embiid, this is barbecue chicken, every play for Embiid. 
because there's nobody down low that, that can really get with him like that. But you this is I mean? why I feel like we're 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 really set up to make a run because mm-hmm. like we we don't have to try to beat Golden State. No. We don't have, we don't have to try to beat Golden State. So I feel like if we play play the game we got cuz you know our smallest starter is what 6-6. Six, six. Josh Richardson, he's yeah. a small starter. So I feel like if we play big and play inside out, man, teams teams going to have a tough time with us. Oh yeah. And just play defense. Now, what team do you think this this season will have it'll be a really tough matchup? I mean, you can say the Clippers, Lakers, but besides them two, who else? Um, like that's what I'm saying. I don't really. I, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. We should really be. We should, should be really good. be good this year. Yeah, we should really be good this year. Now, Ben, it's I, in my opinion, Ben is the X factor. Yeah, he's the key. He's the key to our success, in my opinion. I like, agree. Tobias, yeah. He's going to get his points. I he's, think he's he, going really. I think he's going. I think he's going to ball this year. Oh, yeah, he he's going to ball out because there's no JJ Redick, Mm-mm. there's no Jimmy Butler, Mm-mm. so he's like our legit third option. I, I agree. really think he's going to ball this year. Um, Horford, clutch player, right? I think that was a huge, huge, huge. And pickup. when you said that you're glad that we don't have Jimmy Butler, with us getting Horford and as much shit as I talked about him, I'm so fucking glad we got him. <laughs> I'm so glad we got him, right? Because he was probably the only player out of the whole league that really got under my skin. Right, because he moves so fucking slow, but he's very efficient in how slow he moves. Like when it comes to his scoring, he he plays like an old. Forgive me for saying this, but like an old, somewhat retard. Like I know I I said it, I said it, yeah, I said it. But that's how he plays. Is like he's very stiff, slow, and it's just like. If you really lock in on them, you can stop them, but you fucking can't. Right. And so, like, that's what I'm just saying. He's, like, he's a ball player, man. Like, don't they? Ball players don't have to be the biggest. They don't have to be the strongest. He's a detailed player. The, he just he's a he's a ball player. He can yeah. play ball. And that's why, again, I'm so fucking glad we got him because right. he doesn't. He's not going to get under my skin anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um. But even like even Josh Richardson, like I really didn't pay attention to him much when he was in Miami. But from what I've seen in highlights and him being a three and D three and D guy, we're set. But he's what we need because we didn't yeah. have anybody to defend the point guard last year. This is true. JJ Reddick was a liability. Very so, much liability. I'm oh glad, my god! So, I, so I'm not upset he's gone. I mean, get your money. Yeah, I, it hurt a little bit because I was a fan of JJ, but. When it comes to defense, it was like, dude, you should not be in the game. Yeah, but it's, you, you, that's, that's why I'm not – because he wanted to – he still – apparently still wanted to start, wanted to be a starter. So, hmm. okay. Man. Even with uh with Jimmy Butler leaving, um, at, a, first, at first I was upset because it's like, dude, what, what about the whole run it back situation? And I'm thinking that he wanted to – very apropos song, but anyway – <laughs> but no, just um, you know, he initially I thought he wanted to be the the big dog somewhere else, 
but come to find out that you know Elton didn't offer him the money now looking back on it I'm glad he didn't because it would have been all that money for one person right. or you can split that money up and get two premier players three three premier players and we still have a a super solid starting five so I can I, I, I can roll with that right you know right so, that's what I was happy about but I'm just curious to see what he's going to do in Miami Jimmy you got who else is in Miami with him uh, Dragic. <laughs> uh, do you still have White? Is White? No, White Sides with Portland. Okay, yeah, White Side with the Portland. I mean, I, I don't. What's what's the bull name? You still got uh, Winslow, the MMA fighter dude. Oh, the um, James Johnson. James Johnson. Okay, he's still with them. Yeah, I don't see much from Miami. No, I don't see much out of Miami, so I'm not worried about them. So. Boston, they got Kimmel Walker and his cancer. And I, I just heard that uh, Boston might be on the verge of trading Jalen Brown. I heard for Blake Griffin. I heard he's trying to get Blake Griffin in there. I don't think that's going to work because Kimmel Walker shoots way too much. Well, I mean, he doesn't pass the ball. I can care less about it, too. Me but, neither. I, as yeah. I said, I think we're good, man. I think, I really yeah. think we should be good. Like, yes, you know, some teams, rivalry type things, so they're going to play us tough. But I think overall, mm-hmm. yeah, we should be we, Gucci. We should be good to go. Well, we're going to cut this one short. I mean, it's like a good hour and a half, so I might just, like, add some music in just to right. do, like, a mega mix of cool guy P. I I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> um, um, before, real quick, before we close out, we want to spend, we want to send a special shout out to Matt. Yeah, Today man, happy his birthday, birthday, bro. Happy birthday. My man hit his, um, the master number is what they call it, 33. Yep. So, um, yeah, happy birthday, good brother. Make sure you trip the lights fantastic this weekend. And, um, yeah, so, um, Malcolm, um, he was supposed to come, but he had to drop his homie off, and I guess he didn't make it back in time. But it's all good. We're gonna keep it. Mo- we're gonna keep it moving. And uh, brother Antoine, do you got anything to promote before uh, we get out of here? No, no. Right. Uh, just shout out, like I said, shout out again uh, to my st- my squad, Junior Pee Wee's on Overbrook Monarchs. Let's get this victory on Sunday because I'm missing the Eagles game. <laughs> well, let's secure this bag, Pee Wee's. Come on, man. But um. Me on the other hand, um, Noir by Crispy on Instagram. That's my boudoir photography page. I'm I'm really starting to push that more because I did a I did a shoot with um, married couple. Came out fucking dope. Okay. But I like, saw some of that. Yeah, I, I couldn't post all of them the way I wanted to, but the ones I, I posted, everybody's showing love to it. So, um, yeah, shout out and please follow Noir by Crispy on Instagram. Um, it was something else that I was. I'm sorry, real quick. I gotta share this quick story because my girl got me got me really good on Monday. So we're at dinner, right? And now, now my my lady she likes to cuddle. I'm all for it, right? But we're at we're at the dinner table. We're at the we went to this restaurant called Seasons Fifty Two. Okay, I heard of that. She was balling, so I'm like, fuck it, yeah, let's go. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're there, and you know she likes to like sit next to me and hold my arm and all of that and cuddle up under my arm so she was rubbing my arm and she was like oh man look at your arm I'm like oh all right and i had my arm like folded like this so maybe you know the bicep 
Right. Give me some guns, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but she was like, oh, man, your arm. Imagine if you worked out. And I was like, ooh, ooh. But she didn't, like, she wasn't trying to joke. She was like really like yeah, sincere, but it was course. like, uh, of course. Ooh, yeah, all right, yeah, you, was, you that got was, that. That was not. That was that was that was a uh that was like a subtle suggestion. Though. Yeah. So I'm like, all I could do was laugh because the shit was funny as hell. But she wasn't trying to be funny. She was really sincere yeah, about it. I couldn't say anything. It was uh, like, you got that one. Yeah. <laughs> that shit fucked me up, but it was funny as hell. Yeah, it's so. Time, um, Chris. Hey man, look! look. <laughs> it's time, win, brother. Winter's coming, okay. It's time. Winter's win, winter is coming. It's the best time to get to gym. Yeah, you're right. But winter's coming. I best need time. I need that I need that that fat fur. Best time to you know get to gym. I need to be this warm. It's the best time to get to gym because nobody there. No, I'm, yeah, nobody's there, and you got to keep hoodies and stuff on. So when it comes time for the t-shirts and stuff again, you just be like surprise everybody right. yep. with the Derek Jackson. Type of type of look, yeah. I, nah, I'm not talking about <laughs> fucking Derek Jackson, bro. Fuck like that nigga. Saying? But anyway, so um, oh so yeah, I, that worked out all. I worked out all winter last year. Came back, it's like damn, bro, you put on some weight. And yeah, about damn it, damn it, put on thirty pounds last year. Damn, I was like one. This time, though, probably like last around last June, July, mm. I was probably like one seventy. Hmm. One seventy. I'm like a deuce now. I wish I can get there. I'm I'm at two ten. I'm like a, I'm like a deuce now. I'm two ten. If I, I get, get down to like one ninety five, I'm crossing everybody over. And on I gotta the court. get I gotta get back in the gym because I've been slacking lately with everything going on, practicing everything. I gotta get back in the gym. I, I need to get slacking. back on the court. Like yeah. the, the gym for me, it. I get my workout in when I'm on the court. If I'm either running suicides or I'm just doing like dribble drills and layups and all of that, that's how I get my cardio in. It's just me in the gym with a treadmill and weights and all of that. I, shit. I have I to, I have to agree it. with the treadmill. I, I, I do it. I, I make myself run on the treadmill, but I hate the treadmill I, because I you're just running in place. I can't like if you put me outside and let me run. Right. Before I realize it, I'll run five i can run like five miles because the, the scenery is changing i can run five minutes <laughs> <laughs> but like on the treadmill yeah. i'll be struggling to run like three miles because it's like all right I, i'm just running in place and like, you're looking at the I, I put something over that so i don't look oh, at it. okay i cover that up so i don't i can't see it right so i i, I never because if i look down at the time and i'm getting close i'll be like oh shit i'm, I'm ready tired to, ready to stop now <laughs> Now I'm tired. So I keep something over that so I can't see the time or the distance and I just run. Mm, I and I just do run. that yeah. whenever Cover I get it back up. to the gym. Oh, come on, man. Get back in the gym, man. I know. No, get in the gym. You don't you you, you it, this doesn't count for you going back to the gym. You never really been in the gym. So you gotta you gotta spend you gotta be you gotta yeah, spend a consistent on, they gotta put my You gotta be in the gym like for that, a consistent man. at least a consistent three to four months before you can say go back to the gym. You gotta go oh, to the gym. Shit. What about the basketball court? Can I do the court? You can do the court, dog. But you getting older. You need need to hit. It. You need to hit. It. Even if it's just twice a week, you need to hit a little bit of weights. No, a little bit of weights, bro. Little little dumbbells. Nothing serious. You ain't got it. You ain't got it. It's look. And this is one thing. Cause when I started going back to the gym, I, I did not. His dad body too. Yeah, I didn't in, in core work. I didn't. I didn't. Um, I wasn't in there trying to lift heavy weights. Cause shit, I couldn't lift. I couldn't lift no heavy weight. I was right. weak as hell. Right. Light weights. A lot of reps. 
lightweights, a lot of reps. I'm gonna get you some 15s, some 20s. Can I get a shake weight? You yeah, just try stop, stop <laughs> trying to avoid it. Just stop trying to avoid it. You can get you some 15s, some 20s. Mm. Do 15, 20 reps. That's it. And that then seems feasible. You'll be you'll build your strength up, and the next thing you know, you'll be messing with the 40s and the 50s and all that. That seems feasible. Just consistent though. You just gotta go. Yeah, that's that's where. It, I think you for, live for life close. for me. You live too close not to go. I know. Shit, this shit is like a two-minute drive. I know. Right. But no, I, I'll say this too, and this is like a, a confessional for me. Like, most of my life, and I remember I was talking to Zoe about this because he's a Gemini too. And he said, the thing with Geminis is we're consistently inconsistent. And that's really a testament to me. It's like, I'll start something. And then I get ADD, and then I'm on to the I'm on to something else. So if I can, other than my art, like if I can like choose something to stick with, I'm mm. good. But only time will tell. So, but on that note, you can find me at well, you can find me where I'm at because that's where I be. Live from the two one five is me, cool guy P, and I got Antoine in the building. And this is No Vaseline Podcast. Happy birthday, Matt. And with love, I say fuck all y'all. We out. Oh, yeah. Shout out Dream Free. Dream Free. We out. Thank you.